Shooting it raw? Yes. Shooting it raw. We're good? Sweet. Nice. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, this is great. Uh, just remembering things more easily and like not having to memorize what everything looked like or or having to to go into your memory banks really to like fully remember everything like they also can remind you of things that you forgot like if you were if you went out somewhere one day and you don't remember a person that was there but then you look at the photo and you're like oh shit yeah that guy was there too i forgot about him or whatever or like just the experience you had you know just remembering things that you might not have remembered before it's like the cool thing about photos and then like most of the photos I take now are like of tattoos as well. So like on top of that, like another layer has just become like having a way to like remember, like, cause people get tattooed and they go away and like sometimes they come back and you'll see the tattoo again. But most of the time, like you did that work and sometimes you spent like three or four hours working on somebody or even more and you never see that work again. Yeah. So having a photo of at least what you did at the end is nice, you know? Sure. Cause then it's gone, you know, it's your work. It's kind of like if you were a painter and every painting you did just disappeared right after you did it, you know? Yeah. So having a photo of it's nice. Uh, so I don't know, should I hop into the photos and do a little start? Do you wanna? Yeah, if yeah, you want, yeah, yeah that's okay. fine. We, um, this tattoo's not gonna take very long, yeah, exactly. so if you should, wanna. Should I my, okay, okay. Well, you, yeah, so yeah. we'll just do it that way. We can start. Cool. So the first, I don't think the order matters really. Well, I'll I'll just do it in the order that I got it in. Cool. And then you, well, you'll we'll just have to figure it out. All right. So the photo is this one here. Yeah. You that start was with that one? yeah yeah. Okay. That uh, that's the first tattoo I did on another person. Whoa. And it was on uh my best friend who we've been friends since like 2001. I always say like our friendship's old enough to drink now. Our friendships, <laughs> when, when, we're, when we'd been friends for 18 years, I said our friendship's old enough to buy cigarettes. Now our right. friendship's old enough to drink, you know? Which is kind of wild for being someone 27 years old, you know, like it's not many people my age have had a friend for that long, so. Right, right. I value our friendship a whole lot and I did my first tattoo on him. Do, do people in Savannah ago. kill their friends? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, it's like, why not have friends for a long time? I don't get it. Oh, no, it's, I mean, I guess it's just more like, you know how they say like when you make a friend, and like I guess it's like more like childhood friends, right, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Like you grow out of your childhood friends okay. most of the time. Like right. I speak to maybe two people that I went to high school with, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. He's the only person that I speak to that I went to elementary school with, right. you know what I mean? Right, like right, we've right. been friends since that long, so it's so kind of me... rare to have a friend that old, you know? Yeah. Especially at my age, you know what I mean? Right. Usually someone with a friend, who, with someone who's had a friend for 20 years, they met when they were like 20 and they're right. like 40 now. Right, right. I'm 27 and I've had a friend for 20 something years. Okay. Um, okay, so let me just describe the photo. So uh, it's basically a shot of a guy's calf and it's just a straight up photo. It's not, it's, you know, it wasn't aesthetically done. It's just a reporting kind of image. Yeah. 
the tattoo is the first tattoo that you made for your friend. So it's the, the back of his calf, which you shaved. Yes. Um, and Always see, shave him. <laughs> it's basically a, a heart that's been ripped. It's it's basically of? it's a skateboard broken in half. Oh. Into, and like put together into the shape of a heart. Yep. With some flowers behind it. Right. It's a, it's a crap tattoo. It was the first one I did. It didn't come out great. It, I didn't put it up there because I thought it was a great tattoo. I put it but up there because yeah. Yeah, it was the first one I ever did, and it was on my best friend. You know, so it was kind of I felt like that was kind of an important. Oh, thing. for sure. Take us back. Like what what got you to into tattooing that you think you know what this is something that's really pulled me towards it like why 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 tattooing? um i mean i was always into art like as a kid and stuff like especially like in elementary and middle school um specifically i was always like drawing instead of running around during recess and stuff like that but then like in high school i kind of got more into like skateboarding and um playing music and stuff like that so around here baby. yeah yeah I got more into like skateboarding and playing music and stuff like that. So I kind of didn't really do a lot of like visual art for a while. Mm -hmm. And then after high school, I like realized how much I hated school. Cause mm -hmm. like I had kind of gotten out of depression for a little while. I'm not really out of depression, but I didn't want to die. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, I felt better than I had for a long time. And then as soon as I started college, all those shitty feelings came back. Oh, I was like, oh no. yeah, school is definitely not for me. Right. So I quit pretty quickly. I did like a semester of college and I just stopped showing up. Like, mm -hmm. It's funny, like I was doing pretty good in some of those classes, but I just hated it so much. I got like emails from a couple of teachers like, why didn't you show up for your final exam or whatever. And I was like, cause I just don't want to do it anymore. I just, right. Like I had an A in my English class, but I just didn't show up for sure. the final. Sure. I was like, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't. I was, I was having this conversation with somebody uh, about how Yes, how she studies and how she learns. Like she has a uh, read, like a. Fine. Yeah. She has a like a reading, like a learning disability or reading disorder. Or not okay. even like she's just mildly dyslexic, right? Right. And so her way of learning just didn't fit a school or doesn't right. fit a school. Yeah, of course. But she's trying to make herself fit and and beating herself up about it, mm -hmm. which is a shame. It's interesting that your path led you to, to work. Okay, so where are we right now? What uh, is this so place? Savannah, Georgia. This is Tramp Art Studios. Shop's been here for about three years, a little more, four years, something like that. I'm, I'm not exactly sure, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really cool shop here in Savannah, Georgia. Really unique. We don't look like most shops, mm. which is kind of, I like that. You know what I mean? It's a huge space. It's, yeah. It's amazing. Like, it's really... Yeah, we always get, we always get, uh, holy shit, it's so much bigger on the inside here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if you watch Doctor Who, but I always say it's like the TARDIS. Right. Because uh, he's like an alien with a spaceship sure. that's bigger yep. on the inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You want to go check that out in the mirror? You can Let see it right see, here if you see, want. See. Is that about where you wanted it? Maybe higher. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Let's see. There's a lot of cock on the, on the walls. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? Um, I, I, I just think it's funny, like, I, I find it <laughs> hilarious that, like, you used to get in trouble for drawing dicks on stuff as a kid. Right, right. And now I get paid for it, so. Okay, okay, okay. I love that. It's great. It's yeah. great. And also, it's, um, I use it kind of, like, as advertisement. My stickers yep. are just a giant flying dick, mm -hmm. and, like, it catches people's attention. Like, I put them up all over the place. <laughs> you think? And, like, I get, I get, like, DMs all the time awesome. with people who are just walking around downtown Savannah, and they just saw a flying dick on the wall, and they're like, oh, what the fuck? And they look, <laughs> and they see it has an Instagram on it, so they'll tag me on their story. 
That's great. I get those all the time. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, so when was the first time you got a tattoo? I was 17. My mom took me, actually. She signed for me. Okay. You can do that down in Florida. Here, they don't allow you to get tattooed with, with or without parental uh, permission until you're 18. But down in South Florida, okay. you, could, uh, you can do it, I think, at 16 with right. your parents' signature. Right. So we did that. I had been asking her for... Uh, I think I asked her and she said, uh, if I wanted the same idea a year from now, then I can get it. Okay. And then a year from then, I still wanted the nice. same thing. Nice, nice, nice. So she let me go do it. I did it, and now I want to get it removed, but okay. <laughs> not because it's a bad tattoo. I, th I still think it's a pretty badass tattoo, okay. especially for being like my first tattoo, but unfortunately, I put it like in the middle of my, like not in the middle of my chest, like on my pec, yeah. and now I want just a big tattoo that goes over my ah, entire chest, okay, so it's okay. just in the yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just trying to get it removed so that I can do a big, full chest tattoo. Got it. So going back to this photo uh, mm -hmm. of your friend's calf, right. you're still friends. Yeah, of course. How does he feel about the, the, the fact that you arted him? He loves it, man. He, uh, he, uh, he's not very good with pain, so I've been trying to get him to get another <laughs> tattoo from me for a while. He has one other one, but it was also from like when I was just starting. Yeah. So it's funny that he's like my best friend, but he only has a couple tattoos from when I first started right, tattooing, right, right. just because he's not good with getting tattooed. Right. It's like, damn it, man, get something good for me. It's all like That's crappy awesome. old tattoos. That's I'm like, come funny. on, man, I've gotten way better. You just get something decent from me now, please. But he's still, he's still scared. So hopefully, so, I'm actually going to be going up to uh, New York. He moved up to New York uh, about a year, two, year and a half ago, maybe something like that. And um, I'll be going up there at a, for the holidays, well, after Christmas for New Year's to yeah. visit him and spend some time up there with him. It's been a minute since we've seen each other. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Do you travel and work a lot? Yeah, that, that's what, um, that was like the, one of the main goals really when I started tattooing was to be able to just like tattoo and just go all over the country. Right. Working, you know. Um, when I started, I apprenticed in, um, in Miami, which is like learning to tattoo. Like I started apprenticing up there or down there. And then the, the, who, who was teaching me, my mentor, uh, was planning on moving to Savannah, Georgia. And I was just gonna stay in Miami and then basically get another mentor after he moved. But then like a few weeks before he moved, he was like, hey man, if you would be interested in like moving also and like continuing to learn from me, that'd be cool, dude. We could like be roommates or whatever. And I was like, yeah, definitely. I didn't have anything holding me down in Miami. So I just said, yeah, fuck it. And moved mm -hmm. and here we are now. Nice, and how long ago was that? Um, well, okay, so that happened in 2006. 16, okay. I believe I was here for about a year and a half after that. And then the shop that we actually moved to, uh, that we moved here for, um, there was a car dealership next door to them. And uh, they used some shady business tactics basically to get us pushed out of there. Because they, they bought the building. Ah, okay. They bought the building that the tattoo shop was in. And um, we still had contracts to stay in there. Like we were still allowed to have our shop in there because we had like a lease or whatever. Yeah. But since they owned the lot and the yeah. building, yeah, they wanted you out. Yeah. They wanted us out, and then kick us out. <clears throat> so what they did was just park the entire lot with their trucks because uh, they're a car dealership. Right, so they have right. unlimited trucks. Right. So they just parked the entire lot with their trucks and just covered the shop so we couldn't be seen from the street. Right. We stopped getting business. They just completely. 
just pushed us out of there, man. Okay. It's pretty shady. And now I've gone back by there. They don't even use the building for anything. It's sure. just an empty building. Right. They don't even have cars parked out there or nothing. It's yeah. just empty, useless. Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. They, they did it for nothing. So <laughs> when I was downstairs, they asked, why did you pick this shop? Because you were trying to find a, a, like a woman to do the tattoo. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, it wasn't necessarily a woman specifically, but I was more about giving the, the opportunity and then I thought, it's like I said, like the universe wanted, I just let it, you know, one person was kind of interested, but flaked. And then in the end, right. it's like, you're the one who committed. And I was yeah. like, well, that's what the universe wants. Yeah, that's exactly. what they want you to However do. However it works out, man. You can't say, I hope it works out. <laughs> you're about to do it. Oh, no, no, no. That's how it worked out. Yeah, I said. Not, okay, it's how it it'll work. That'll work out. I'm saying that this is how it worked out. Yeah, that'll work out. Don't worry yeah, about that. Of course, of course. Um, I'm working that out myself. That'll sure. be fine. Yeah, but it's great. So it's, it's, it's interesting how your life led you to... So, so when, when you first... Well, you asked about traveling. Um, sure. after, after that shop shut down, I moved back to Florida for a little while. But at the shop in Florida, like sh Florida's very um, saturated with tattoo shops and everybody, every other tattoo shop is always doing like a $20 tattoo deal or just something ridiculous that like just undercuts everyone. Yeah. So like there's no good, there isn't really a good market for tattooing in South Florida, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So when I went back down there after being here tattooing for like a year and a half, I just wasn't making any money at the shop. But mm -hmm. fortunately the shop I was working at uh, it's Chico's Mark for Life. They have um, they have a crew that travels all year long, basically doing tattoo conventions just in every city. We just travel along. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to have, to be given the opportunity to actually travel with them. They put me on like sort of provisionally at first. I was only supposed to do like two of the shows on their little tour that they were doing at yeah. the moment. And then something happened after the two shows that they were like, all right, well, just come back. I missed one of them and then I had to come back for the rest of them. And I was on the rest of the tour after that and traveled for like two years tattooing. Right. And I was doing that up until, uh, so I guess I moved to Savannah for the first time in 2016. And then I was here for about a year and a half. So probably like 2017, maybe around there, like mid 2017, or end of 2017, maybe about a year I was here actually. So I think in about 2017 is when I moved back to Florida and started traveling. And I was doing that until about 2019 when, uh, when I was doing uh, some conventions. And then I was going to come here for about a week and then to Virginia for about a week. And that just so happened to be, I was doing a little bit of a tour at the end of 19. Sure. And then the beginning of 20, I was at the end of the tour just right. traveling to different shops. This was one of them. I was only going to be here for about a week, but that happened to be the week that COVID shut everything right, down. Right, right. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll stay until this whole thing blows over. Because back in Miami, I lived with my grandmother who was old, okay. elderly, and they were saying, oh, this is the most dangerous right, for old people. Right, so right. I wasn't trying to go back down and stay in the house with my grandmother when they were sure. literally just saying like, oh, this is the most dangerous for elderly yeah, people. So yeah, I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll just stay here until this whole thing blows over. Fast forward three years later, I was like, yeah, it's, nothing's yeah. blown over, but I guess there's worse places to get stuck, you know what well, I mean? Well, it's... I got, I, I got stuck somewhere where I have clientele, friends. It's a good tattoo industry around here. Awesome. So it went well, I can't complain, but it wasn't planned, you know? I was, I was only supposed to be here for a week and then go to Virginia for a week, and now here I am three years later, but I'm not mad at it. Well, okay, so since you said I'm not mad, I'm gonna use that as the prompt to go to the next picture. Okay. Cool? Yeah. Oh, look at this. 
<laughs> There's a guy who looks just like you with a Wu-Tang shirt. Yep. Slightly blonde hair at the bottom. What is this? Uh, yeah, I think I had, um, when I had shorter hair, I had it uh, <clears throat> like bleached and yeah. colored like green and all sorts of colors. So you're sitting on, so basically you're sitting on the awning of a building. Yes, that would actually be the roof of that shop that I was telling you about. Southside Custom? Southside Custom, the one that got uh, shut down. Okay. Because of the, because of that car dealership. Right. That was actually the day that we packed everything out of there to get out of the building basically, right because okay. they were kicking us out you know we we stopped paying rent because we weren't making any money sure and we're like all right well i guess we'll do a couple months here and then leave you know and that's what we did we ended up having to leave i went back to florida but yeah that was the that was the last day that was, that was honestly one of one of the funnest periods of my life we had such a good time at that shop okay yeah so the the photo is basically somebody on the ground shooting up. Exactly. You're yeah. you're sitting. You're in your jeans. You've got a Wu Tang shirt on. Yeah. Ripped, ripped up. You're ripped, ripped up. up jeans. Yep. <laughs> Everything's ripped up. You're looking forward at the photographer. Mm -hmm. Behind you is a shop that says Southside Custom Tattoo. This is in no. This is in Florida or this is no. In, this is here. This is in a, Savannah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. How far away from where we are right now? About 15 minutes, okay. something like that. Cause we're right now like at the very beginning of downtown, I guess you would call Give it. Give the address so people know to come and visit you. Yeah, uh, 302 West Victory Drive. Boom, <laughs> done. But yeah, we're on like the very beginning of downtown, I guess you would call it. And then there's like, after this there's just Midtown and then it's the South side. Sure. So like we, we were over on the South side before, which is like a whole, it's like not everything in Savannah is like 30 minutes tops yep. away. Yep. You know what I mean? So like small city for sure. Exactly. So what was the largest city you've been in? I mean, I've been to New York. I've been to Chicago. I've been to Boston, like, the, the, yeah, like yeah. a lot of the major sure. metropolitan sure. LA, all of those. And like all these cities you've worked at, like you've done? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, for the most part, if I go somewhere, I'd, I'd like to try to take. Sure take uh, work with me. <laughs> Do you, like, so you get to New York. Okay, so uh, have you, which, which cities or what places have you visited outside of the US? Um, so far, only Puerto Rico. Okay. And uh, I went to the Bahamas when I was a little kid. But okay. Puerto Rico, I guess, still technically, it's annexed or whatever. Yep. But, um, yeah, that, that's the, furthest place I, I was uh, able to tattoo and actually did the uh, Puerto Rico oh, tattoo wow. convention, which wow. was really cool. I, I totally forgot to introduce you. So. Oh yeah, I'm Jordan, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, and your, name, your last name is what? How do I say your uh, last name? Malone. Uh, people say it differently. Some people say Malin. In Spanish, it, I'm, I'm uh, Cuban American, so we say Mayon. Mayon, okay. Right. But I mean, you know, people read it however they read it. Some sure. people say Malin, some people say Malone. I always just say Malone because it's closest to my yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Got it. <laughs> Do you speak Spanish? Yes. Yeah. Ah, so you know my, my nickname in um, from Mexican friends is so my name is Ren. Uh huh. My nickname is Rendejo. Okay. So you know pendejo, right? Yeah. So, I, I was so, thinking. I was like, is this, is this a play on pendejo? <laughs> so. So explain what a pendejo really is and why um, I mean, it, it means dick, but the... I thought it meant pubic hair. It's the whole area. It's the uh, pubis, it's just, uh, it's a pendejo. Yeah, it, thing, the thing is in Spanish, everything means dick. And okay, everything, okay. It all, like, there's a, there's a funny song that there's a How funny... How do you get any work done? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it really, honestly, it's not easy, but yeah, there's, this, there's like this funny song about how like everything means dick in Spanish. Okay. Like, 
There's, everything is a euphemism, is a sexual euphemism somehow. So, for the listeners, what you're doing right now is you're shaking up a bottle of red oh, ink. yes. Which is going to be the <laughs> red circle of the Shooting at Raw logo. Exactly. And that's why I'm here, because you agreed very kindly to, to do the logo. Yes, sir. Just going to go grab some needles real quick, and then we'll be able to get started in just a few here. Sure. Okay, but have you been to Cuba? I haven't yet. I'd okay. love to go. I was actually thinking about it. Um, just a couple days ago. My grandmother is from Cuba. I've never been. Yeah. Um, my Cuban-Americanness is just from like my family being Cuban. Yep. I've, I've never actually been myself, although I'd love to go. Um, but I want to go with my grandmother, and she oh, hasn't yeah. really wanted to go since it's been how it is, you know what I yeah. mean? She wants yeah. it to be better, but I don't know if it's going to be better in her lifetime, and I really want to go with her. So I've been trying to convince her to come with me anyway, you know what I mean? Yep. And just take a trip, even if it's not the same Cuba she left when she was a kid. It'll right. be something, you know? Yeah. And share that a little bit. But I don't know if she'll want to do it. I, I also understand her not wanting to see it the way it is now when she remembers it the way sure. it was, you know? Sure. So I get it too, but I would also love for her to come with me. I'll go eventually either way. One of the guests I had on the podcast is a street photographer. Okay. And he just loves Cuba. Okay. He just thinks it's the best. Where's he from? Well, he actually lives in Montreal. Okay. Uh, he's not Cuban in any way. He just, he's just in love. I think, yeah, he just loves the place. Right. So my arm now is on this pad. You're putting on the latex gloves. I've taken off my pants so you can do the <laughs> Yes, the, that's very important. You can have pants on. So the, the photographs, you lifted, you did, did screenshots from Instagram, sent it over. Uh, three of them. I think there's one that's not a screenshot, I okay. believe. Okay. So what is your relationship to, are you basically promoting yourself through Instagram? Or through for Instagram? the most part, it's for promotion. I mean, obviously, when I, I use the same Instagram that I used before I was tattooing. I just turned it into a, like right. a tattoo Instagram once yeah. I started tattooing. Yep. Just because I already had like friends following me and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I didn't really want to start a new one. But yeah, it's like, it's my, it's main, it's like really just mainly for promotion. But I heard something somewhere. I don't even remember where I heard it or if it's even true. But I heard some shit about how you're like the best way to keep a following or whatever is to have like 80% the business and like 20% personal stuff. Sure. So I try to post a little bit of like, you know, myself and my life on there as well to like, yeah. you know, keep people interested, I guess is the idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It makes sense, I guess, you know, you follow somebody and you're more likely to pay attention to what they're doing if you know other, other things about well, their life too. you got a feeling for them as well. Right, as people, yeah, yeah, exactly. I get that too. Like, I guess I, I do pay more attention to like the people I follow who I know a little more about for whatever reason, you know? So. Right. Makes sense. So yeah, I try to post a little bit of like, you know, whenever I go on a trip or anything like that, I'll make mostly story posts because I try to keep like the grid looking sure. professional or whatever. Yep. Yep. But as an aside, I'm really sorry if I stink because oh, no, yeah, fine, I'm, no. cleaning, I'm cleaning pools while I'm oh, here. Okay. So no, dude, trust me, we have some stinky people come in here. You're fine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know how many feet I've had to tattoo with Ow! while I held my breath. <laughs> What was it? What was it like to to hold the tattoo gun for the first time? Nerve-wracking as shit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, honestly, it's it's still like it's still permanent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm better and I've learned a lot, so like it's less likely to make mistakes, but yeah. it's always still possible. You know what I mean? Sure. So like 
every tattoo, there's always that like, all right, you know, it's it's still the same thing. Sure. Obviously, you have you get more confidence and you get as you get better at it. Yeah. But there's still that level of like, all right, I could, you know, fuck up. Yep. Well, don't worry, I, we're not going to that. No, 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 no it's, fine, it's fine. It's fine. This is all. It's actually part of the story. So oh, whatever right, happens is part of the story. Yeah. So, like, one of the things I do in my work is I train, coach, teach, consult, uh, in, you know, business consulting. Okay. Right. Cool. <clears throat> and so when I come here into your shop, I'm I come in, you know, as a personal, you know like personally interested mm -hmm. because I'm here right. as, a, as a customer but I'm also coming in as a, as a consultant who's come in to, to look at businesses and so just from how you've spoken already it's, it's interesting to me that you have a, um, I think from time you've kind of learned and figured out how to think about Tattooing is a business, you know? Like you're yeah, I mean, you have to a little bit. Yeah, so why don't you talk about, because before you, you'd mentioned like, oh, you know, like in, in Orlando, it's just the market. Or Miami. Was, Miami, sorry. Yeah. It was like really saturated. saturated yeah, so. yeah so, I mean, it's, it basically came from, I think it started with that show Miami Inc. Yeah. Everybody, everyone who was tattooing all over the country saw that show and took that as a sign that Miami was where you made money tattooing. Right. And then you had a fucking 300 different tattooers opening up shops in Miami. Yep. And now you've got one on every other block, basically, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's only so many people getting tattooed. And then also, when you're trying to beat out every other shop for the clientele, what you end up doing a lot of the time, or what they end up doing a lot of the time, you'll see is like doing like, just deals that make no sense. Right. They'll okay. be like $20 tattoos. Like there's no way anyone's making money on that right. tattoo. You know what I mean? Sure. And what they're doing is is basically just screwing over their, their apprentices, which is people who are learning to tattoo. Right. They're made to do these like super cheap tattoos. Right. And they're not, they're expected to not come out great. Sure, you know what sure, I mean? Sure. They're just making money off of them and creating extra clientele who for some reason, even though they got a shitty tattoo there, will come back. Oh, okay. That's the part that I don't understand. I wonder why how they, even, how they still come back. I think it's just because um, a lot of a lot of the at least some of the tattoo culture nowadays isn't really about having the best tattoos. It's about having coverage for whatever reason. Oh, okay. Like guys just want to have tattoos all over, so they don't care if it's good. They just want to get a lot of tattoos for cheap. Oh, okay. Which getting tattooed at a shop like that works for that. You know what I mean? Sure. If you're paying twenty dollars sure, sure. for a tattoo, you can get a whole goddamn sleeve for a couple hundred bucks, and right, then right, right. you're set. When like if you got like a sleeve from me with like the quality of work and you know, the amount of time it's gonna take, it's gonna cost you yeah. a few grand, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's a different different ball game, you know? It's really interesting, like when you, so I'm really sens sensitive to how people speak, mm -hmm. and just listening to how you, you articulate words, I don't know, like, so what was your first language? Spanish. It was Spanish, okay. Yeah. And you grew up where? Uh, Miami. I get that a lot. It's like a very weird, like, slight accent. Like, it's not, it's like... We like all a, have an accent, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. It, I, I think my accent is just like a combination of like being, uh, having Spanish as a first language and yeah. also learning English mm. from people who have Spanish uh, as yes, a first language. Exactly, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, when I speak Hebrew, yeah. I speak Hebrew with a French accent because uh, I'm copying my mom's accent and she's, I think okay. her strongest language is French. So I speak Hebrew with a French accent, 
even though English is my strongest language. Right. So we all, like, we all have accents, right? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So are, how you, uh, are you Israeli? Oh uh, yeah, I was born nice. in Israel. Yeah, that's cool. So how how have you not picked up the, the southern accent? Because it's really I it's it really sinks in. Really I haven't easily. picked up much of the accent, but yeah. I p definitely picked up a lot of the vernacular. Sure. Like I'll y'all you to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? All of that. The what all, what all y'all doing, you know? Yeah, so shit like right, that. Right, right, right. But it's still with like my voice and my accent. Because sure. that's just how I speak. Of course, I don't think of that's going to change. But um, yeah, I definitely have picked up a lot of like words and stuff like that. Like if you catch me in Puerto Rico, I'll start calling you papi and shit like that, you know? Okay. <laughs> I prefer rendejo. Uh, that works too. <laughs> Not, um, in Puerto Rico, everybody calls each other papi. Okay. Like why is papi more so than it's other. um like why why that would be a specific to Puerto it just got pop I don't, honestly i couldn't answer that okay. question it just got popular i think and so you would answer every question and, uh <laughs> and we and like in hispanic countries we always have like a lot of slang sure. and nicknames and stuff like that i think poppy just got popular in, in puerto rico yeah, and people yeah. just kept using it they, they do it in the dominican republic too i think it's just like those caribbean kind of islands you know yeah We've got a big sign in the background. It says Philadelphia Eddie's 621 Tattoo. Mm -hmm. Classic custom. Eddie's Tattoo. Yeah. Uh, it's winter-ish. People yeah, have jackets, been, like, hats. October or something okay. like that. Uh, you have like two, four, six, eight, ten people. Yep. What's the story here? Are you in Philadelphia? Uh, yeah, actually, that's a that's during the Philadelphia Tattoo Convention, which is one of the, uh, if not the biggest, like in scale, yeah. uh, tattoo conventions in the U.S. I think that, I think that was the first year I worked it. Okay, either the first or the second year I worked it. But um, is he from downstairs? Did I see his face downstairs? No, no, he's not. So in the photograph, basically, you're outside. Uh, you're in the front, right, leaning. Uh, yeah, that's me with the blue hat there. Yeah. yeah. So two people are leaning on their knee, taking a knee. Uh, and then you've got the rest behind. It's you know very urban scene. It's a close up of a shop, uh, probably uh, overcast day. Uh, the photographer's in the street shooting the sidewalk where you guys are in. And we just got a random person to shoot the photo. Okay, nice, <laughs> nice. So so why why is this photo um, important? It was just that's uh, the guy in the middle there, the big dude in the middle. That's a uh, Chico. He okay. uh, he owns the shops that I. Of course, his name is Chico. Of course, right. Yeah. He owns the shops in um, in Miami that I started at. Oh, okay. So he's basically like the first one who kind of gave me an opportunity in tattooing. Nice. nice. I was uh, I just quit going to school. Yeah. And um, I was looking for something to do, and I started drawing again for whatever reason. I remembered how I, like, I'd sort of been interested in tattooing when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So I started kind of like doing some research and like maybe messaging a few people. And he told me I just had to have like a portfolio before I could really start looking for apprenticeships like that. Okay. So I started building a portfolio. I got it, you know, pretty good. Messaged him again, met up with him and he was like, oh yeah, this is good, but you need more stuff. This is like, you know, like half a portfolio try right. to double this and then you know we'll talk about you know maybe hiring you okay i kept drawing stuff kept drawing stuff and i would post it on instagram and tag him in it every right, time i drew right. something 
and did that for a while. And then after a few months of doing that, he actually ended up messaging me like, hey man, meet me here and here on this day with your portfolio and we'll talk. I did and uh, about a week after that, I started apprenticing, man. That was about it. So, I just started off like, um, he actually put me with a specific artist for a little while. Yeah, and just, to, really, just to see and right. and stuff, yeah, yeah. But that didn't really work out. We didn't really, uh, we clashed a little bit for whatever reason. It was He's also like a younger dude. He's like super close to my age, which I think might've been part of okay. the issue. You know what I mean? Yep. And you know, he's he also hadn't been tattooing for that long either. Uh, okay, okay, okay. He's really good, but he also had just hadn't didn't have like as much experience. And I sure. want I really wanted somebody to teach me who'd been tattooing for a long time. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that didn't really work out for super long and after that I was kinda just floating around, learning from everyone in the shop, you know what I mean? I didn't have like a specific mentor mm-hmm. as we call it. Mm-hmm. And then um after a while of floating around, I met this dude, John, who's not in that photo there. Yeah, he, uh, he actually still worked here in Savannah. Um, and that's who I ended up moving here with, because uh, he was moving around the time that I asked him to be like my mentor. I was like, will you teach me to tattoo? You know, I would like mm-hmm. for you to be my actual like, official mentor or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I guess I can do that until I leave. And then until I leave, you came, come with me. So I, right, right, right. So that happened. And here I am, man. In terms of my work, so you don't know, I just came off the street, so reached out because I'm in Savannah. Right. So before this, I, I've been living in Vancouver, Canada. Mm-hmm. And before that, I lived 20 years in Hong Kong. Oh, sick. Before that, I grew up in Montreal. Lived in Montreal, uh, and then in 2003, moved to Hong Kong. And the work I've been doing in Hong Kong, a lot of it is about looking at service like what is service like what is the connection of offering service to other people right, right? so your job is is it's a product and a service we talk, we've talked about this already like with okay. with other people it's 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 a service yes because you're serving somebody you also get a product you okay. get a tattoo you yeah, know what right? I mean? okay so it's a little bit of both right so it's kind of weird it's a, it's it's an ambiguous kind of thing in that regard you know what i mean yeah so in our, in our training, we say that in service, at mm-hmm. least, which will probably be different in, in tattooing, but in service, at least, it's like your competence isn't as important as your character. So in okay. other words, like whether or not people trust you is more important than whether or not you have the skill. Yeah, I, guess, I guess that doesn't... Although in tattooing, well, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You want, definitely want to have the skill in tattooing as well. Yeah, you want, sure. you got to need both in this one, yeah. I get what you're saying though, for sure. It's definitely very important. We have, we have, uh, we've had plenty of issues in this industry with just like people taking it. Cause at the end of the day, when you're tattooing someone, you have them in a vulnerable position. Sure. You know what I mean? And sometimes I like how you looked at me in the eyes like that. You're just like, <laughs> I have them in a vulnerable <laughs> position. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it's, people have taken advantage of that. So there is like a feeling of like, I kind of, you kind of need to make sure people know they're safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So there's that aspect of it, like, yes, trust me, like, I, I, I pro- I'm not a fucking creep, I'm, yeah. I just want to do your tattoos, sure. you know what I mean? Sure. But yeah, there's people who, out there who definitely will take advantage and do, do and say creepy shit while they're tattooing people. And oh, wow. Terrible. Wow, wow. <laughs> you know, okay, so okay. that's definitely a big thing, having, having that trust and making sure they know that that's not going to happen, you know sure. what I mean? Especially when I'm tattooing like a young girl, I'm like, I always want to make sure they're comfortable, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So one of the things about the things that I, that I train, teach, mm -hmm. whatever, called service leadership, is like, it's, like, it's the connection that you make with the person, right? right. Like somehow the energy that you share with another person is actually what you're buying and selling. Yeah, know? for so, sure. So that's definitely part of it, for sure. That's, that that, that <clears throat> kind of plays into the thing I was saying about like having like 80% be your business and then 20% be your personal life on yep. like social media and stuff like yep. that. Like, okay, now you're buying into not only like the tattoos I do, but you know, you see what I like, you see what I like, you see what I don't like. So like okay, I like this, exactly, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so like why don't you talk about, okay, so cause, because it's a service and you're dealing, and what we say is that like when you're making something, mm -hmm. like manufacturing, it's mm -hmm. all about simplifying the process so you can do it again and again and again, right. right? So like if you're making a car, if you're making spoons, you, you want machinery or whatever processes that are always the same. Right. But with service, there's, it's always something different. Like Definitely. you never, because you, you, you're dealing with people, everybody's different, right? So especially even, even less, less uh, metaphorically, even like when it comes down to skin, everyone's skin's a little different, you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't, please explain. The way your skin reacts, like, Older skin, like on like an older, like oh snap! No, 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 not you specifically. <laughs> okay, older, okay, your skin is fine. The way okay, what okay, I'm yeah, saying yeah. is like the way your skin is reacting yeah. to me tattooing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If I was tattooing older skin, sure, it have sure. to be very right. uh, way lighter got it, got it, got because it just doesn't yeah. hold together got the it, same way. Okay, you know? okay, interesting. So like even when it comes down to that, like it's not just like personality-wise. Which yeah. yeah, of course, there's different personalities I have to deal with. Some people aren't good at explaining what they want, and you have sure. to like try to like trick it out of them almost. Yeah like to get them to say really exactly what they want to get tattooed because sure. they don't know how to express it so Stuff so like that. so because it's complex and what we say is I mean, service is totally complex because people are always bringing these variables mm -hmm. that change everything so right can you think of uh of a time that was are you just like okay this took the cake this was this was crazy um let's see I mean, I've had just like experiences with people not telling me that they have a sunburn or not telling me that they got super drunk the night before, so now their blood is thin and they're okay. just bleeding a whole bunch. Oh, you know? okay, okay. Or like if somebody's like a really bad alcoholic, a lot of the time, yeah. the blood alcohol content will, when you bleed, alcohol removes these stencils. Okay. Like the purple, uh, like my guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually, there's been a couple times where like I didn't know someone who was they, an alcoholic. And they're but so drunk that they actually they, their blood alcohol will remove the stencil. I've, I've had it happen multiple times. That yeah. is intense. Yeah. Because the cliche is, a person's like, I don't get a tattoo, but first I'm gonna get really drunk, right? I mean, and maybe if, that's not true anymore. If you um. If you're not like a regular drinker and you have a few shots before getting tattooed just to give you courage, yeah. that more than likely is not going to affect sure, sure. the tattoo. Right. It's when it's like accumulated in your uh, blood. Like if you've okay, been yeah. binging for the last right. week, probably don't get tattooed tomorrow. Okay. You know what I mean? Got it. Got it. So let's go back to this photo. Eddie's tattoo. So is the shop itself important? Yeah, actually. Um, Philadelphia Eddie is like this really old, uh, really old, uh, famous kind of legendary tattooer from back in the day. A lot of tattooing and like, especially like the kind of tattooing that I mostly do is like traditional, American traditional. It's like, uh, got a lot of history and like tradition and all that. So that's like a, a shop that's been there for a very, very long time. And uh, 
He's been tattooing since before it was legal. He died actually um, not too long ago, uh, mm. Eddie himself. Mm. But yeah, we kind of try to keep those old guys who like set, who like, you know, paved the way. We kind of try to keep them on a pedestal and, sure. and uh, you know, respect them. Even though, you know, some of the things that they might have said and done with, you know, the times and all that, right, we don't right. really agree with. But yeah. at the end of the day, they did set us up for everything we have, you know? Yeah, they paved the way to a certain extent. Exactly. Yeah, got it. Okay, so when was the last time you got a tattoo? Oh, let me think, what's the last tattoo I got? I think the last one I got was from my buddy uh, Taylor who just moved to Colorado. I got um, a couple of railroad spikes. Mm -hmm. um, they're like gold railroad spikes, but they have like black paint dripping on them. Okay. It's supposed to be like a visual representation of this line from a song that I like. It's mm -hmm. uh, don't paint me black when I used to be golden. Uh, okay. So it's just like golden railroad spikes right. with black paint being dumped on them. Right, right, right. I think that's the last one that I got. Okay. Unless I'm forgetting one, which is entirely possible as well. <laughs> well, uh, let's move on to the next photo. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a fun one. Okay, well... They're all, they're all fun for me, so hold on, let me see... So remember I said we visited uh, Puerto Rico, that's okay. where that is, that's actually in El Yunque. Okay, <laughs> okay let me... Uh, there's, <laughs> a, give the, uh... there's, a, there's a pendejo rendejo theme, I love it. There you it. go. Okay, so it's a photograph of uh, five guys standing in a stream, was the water cold or hot? Oh, it was pretty good actually, it was like a regular sort of like almost body temperature. It was a okay. little chilly, but not like cold, right. cold, you know? One guy's wearing a baseball cap. The rest of you are buck naked. Uh, you're covering your junk. Well, he's buck naked too. He's just got the baseball cap. No, it's true. Of course, of course. That's a good point. Yeah, but y'all y'all naked, hanging out. Yeah, like, okay, so wh what? What am I looking at? What is this? Okay, so, wait, so let me describe the picture a little bit better. So basically you're in a, a forest uh, outdoors. Yeah, that would be El Yunque, El Yunque National Forest okay. in, uh, in Puerto Rico. Okay. And uh, so it's a beautiful stream, lots of exposed rock, lots of beautiful sort of lush background. Is it jungle or is it not quite jungle? Uh, I think is it, it is jungle. I'm not sure, honestly. Okay. That's a good, that's a good question. I know it's El Yunque. I think it's National Forest. I'm okay. not sure if that counts as a jungle. Yeah. Sure. I don't are, there, so. are there um, caiman or crocodiles in that area? I don't believe so. Okay. I hope not. I mean, <laughs> if, uh, if there are, we didn't run into any, luckily. <laughs> You're all standing in about four or five inches of water of the stream yeah. going over. Right. It goes deeper in a couple sure. spots around there. But yeah, we, we, stood, we all stood on that spot now, to take the photo. Yeah. Well, and, uh, why are all five of you naked? Like, what's, <laughs> the, what's that story? Well, we were just... we had just done the Puerto Rico tattoo convention, all of us, and we, were yeah. just, we had like a really fun weekend, we all awesome. had a great time. And then we were there for, I think like four or five days after the convention, just to like enjoy Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And um, we planned on going out to El Yunque National Forest. And um, I've always liked like punk rock and uh, old music and like old rock and roll stuff or whatever. And like, you know, you, you ever seen like the old Red Hot Chili Peppers yep. photo where yep, they're all naked yep, and they yep, got yep. this. I just had an idea. I was like, yo, it'd be funny if we just took a naked photo out here, just all of us. 
It'd be really hilarious if we all just got naked and took this photo <laughs> out in the middle of the national forest. And what, what, when you brought that up, what was their reaction? They were just like, oh, um, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> they were like, you do it first and we'll do it. And I immediately got naked. I just nice. did it. I just There's another photo of just me, but I didn't post that one because that one is a... Oh, mic fell a little bit. You want to grab that? So, okay, so you guys got out there and you did this. So is it because you're, was this feeling of you guys are like a band? Is it a Kinda, yeah, that, 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 I mean, I don't know if that was like the specific reason we did it, but that we, you do, we do get that feeling, especially like the way we were traveling there. There was like, we would travel with like eight to 10 of us at a time. Yeah. We were traveling in a van with all of us tricked together, you know, yeah. staying together. So it did, I always did say it felt like, you know, as close to, to you as you can get to like being in a touring band without yep. actually being in a touring band you know sure so yeah that we did definitely have that sort of a feeling of like we're kind of rock stars traveling around the country just doing wild shit so that kind of is definitely a theme that we had in there i don't know if we were thinking about that when we took the picture i just think right. we thought it would be funny yep you know so what was the reaction to of people to that image to that like how does this image i posted it on my instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. when when we took it you know people thought it was funny everybody got there was of course a couple closeted macho men thinking they were too macho to see like, oh, this is fucking gay ass is that what you posted? Like, oh, shut up dude you liked it you know what i mean That's posturing funny. like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm too straight to like this yeah, photo yeah, like yeah, shut yeah. the fuck up dude you know it's funny yeah you know what i mean and you know we made sure there was no one around we weren't trying to Shock. bother anyone well, yeah, but we, then again it's like okay so you know in vancouver we hadn't uh, seen anyone in like two hours right. we're like i think we're good you know sure it's a great photograph it's really yeah. great yeah um, i like that photo a lot so um i guess i guess when i so so, so just that you know like where this episode mm -hmm. where this recording fits mm -hmm. is that you know for the past almost three years started in savannah mm -hmm. i've been going They've been talking to people and saying, okay, what makes you tick? And, and can we use this to inspire somebody else, right? So, for example, when you're, when you're in that dark place, struggling in school mm -hmm. as a kid, especially as a kid because your, your brain is still forming, so right. you don't know anything. Mm -hmm. let's, just say you, let's say that kid was listening to you now. Mm -hmm. What would you tell them? Would you give them, a, if, you're, if you're their mentor... Honestly, I don't know if I would change much because I got, I have said like one of my regrets is not going straight into uh, tattooing or whatever. Yeah. And even before that, when I was in middle school, I had uh, a lot of teachers always telling me in Miami, there's this um, art magnet school for high school, for high school. So it's yeah. basically like an art college, but yeah. you go when you're still in high school. Oh, okay. So instead of going to a regular high school, you go to a high school where like you have your regular high school classes like math and English. Yeah but they're like half the half of the amount of time that you spend in your art classes right, in high right, school. Right, so it's right, focused right. on art. Yeah. And I had a bunch of teachers telling me to do that. Mm -hmm. And I could have gotten in if I tried, but right. I just didn't try because I, I never liked trying in school, period. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I just didn't want to do it. You know what I right. mean? So I, I've, I've thought about maybe, oh, do I regret not doing that? But then I also think about like, what if I would have just, what if I did that and became just like some pretentious asshole that I, me now would hate? You know what I right. mean? Like, what if, what if me growing up and doing exactly what I did is exactly how I ended up maybe, here? Like, maybe that you know is I mean? exactly right. Maybe I would have ended up 
trying to be like an animator or yeah, some shit yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. when I if I went to that school and then I wouldn't be here today sure. and maybe I wouldn't have the career I have or, or be happy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I might just still be struggling trying to become an animator when well, it's not really what look, I want. You know, anyway. This is just part of what your journey is, is taking you on. Yeah, so you should move my arm more? Yeah, it's gonna get this red circle now. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you talk about what, being a tattoo, tattoo, art, tattoo artist, which is kind of what you have to realize and learn you know, as an apprentice and learn as, a, as you know, somebody doing it, mm -hmm. is the business, right? For sure. And so how, how have you evolved as a business person? You know, because in a way, like, so for example, all of the stuff like on Instagram, you know, curating the mm -hmm. posting and everything from how you dress, like from my sort of my training right. or whatever, I'd say that you're cultivating your brand, right? For so sure. in terms of people, learning about your reputation and not doing this podcast is a way of enhancing how you put yourself in the market. Right. So why don't you talk about what you've learned and what you can share to other people about personal branding? Honestly, I feel artist. like the best way to brand yourself is it's and the easiest way is just continue to be yourself and just try to not do things that are like unprofessional, I guess you would say. Because I, I honestly, I don't really cha I haven't changed anything about myself for like social media perceptions or anything like that yeah. you know what i mean yeah now i might not go yell at someone because i'm like all right fuck, i might come back later or like you know i might you know even though i'm not good at that either i might still fucking come bitch at you sure. you know what i mean <laughs> I'm, I'm the cuban american comes out sometimes when okay. i get angry okay so yeah i mean just try to trying to the main thing is really just trying to stay professional in certain situations like Especially if they already know who I am, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. Like if I'm at a tattoo convention and somebody pisses me off really bad, like I want to go fuck oh, them right, up, but right, I'm like, right, right, right. all right, I'm at work. Let me not yeah, right. go beat this guy's exactly. ass right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, I have to stay professional. I don't want that getting out there. Like, oh yeah, I, got, I went and get tattooed by that guy and then he ended up beating this dude's ass sure, while I was sure, getting tattooed. Sure. Like, I don't want that fucking reputation at all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've seen people with that reputation. It doesn't feel good. No, you know? no, no. So. So, so how about... In terms of, like, when did something happen that really ca caught you off guard and really surprised you, but it was also like, oh, wait a second, like, I'm, like, this is my career, this is me, I'm obviously good at what I do. When did you, ha or have you had this feeling of, I've elevated, I've graduated from being a beginner um, to... You get, we get, like, a, like, a level up feeling every once in a while, but there's also, like, that thing of an like imposter syndrome where you're like oh, am I tricking everyone you know what I mean okay so like I've definitely have some of that a lot you know where it's like yeah no you guys think I'm great but I don't feel that way but you know sure it's... well because you're still learning you're right still exactly evolving okay exactly so have you seen any trends are well, tattooing tattoo... is super trendy yeah, yeah. people so, so people like... will come to you and say oh, I want a unicorn it's just like exactly, okay, now it's yeah. a unicorns yeah right yeah I don't know if I've had unicorns specifically but yeah, there's <laughs> definitely <laughs> trends that go around so can you think of any sure. any trends um I mean infinity symbols is one we make fun of all the time but that's not much of a trend anymore right uh let's see what would be trendy now a lot of people are getting like these really like fine line but like almost purposely badly drawn okay images you know it's like it's like they call it kind of like ignorant style tattooing okay. is what you what people call it 
and it's just like purposely badly done. I okay. can't stand that stuff. Like, <laughs> I just don't do that stuff. Sure. I just tell them no. Sure. You know what I mean? A lot of the trends now aren't so bad, you know what I mean? Like it's just like getting your favorite characters tattooed right, or right. whatever. Which, you know, it's like a cartoon characters. It's trendy, but okay. I'm not mad at it, you know? I'll mm. do it all day. Have there been any cringe type? Because in a way, you're there to, to serve, right? So, right? so somebody comes and say, listen, I really want Curious George. Give me Curious George. I, that's not cringe at all. That's okay. dope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's tight. I, I, I just, okay, I just pick, it, okay, pick a different, have you ever had a cringe one? Um, you're just like, oh, dude, really? The cringy things is usually sometimes when couples come in for matching tattoos and you could tell it's just not going to last. And you're oh. like, oh, I'm sorry, but... You know, <laughs> let me let me let me leave a little bit of white space. Right, yeah, around exactly. that so you may want to add something. Like, you sure you don't want to get his name in red instead of black? That way, it's easy to cover up later on. No, okay, whatever. So, have you had people faint, cry? Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for me. Okay, so faint. Um, I don't know about yeah, kind of like sort of like pass out a little bit. It, oh. that's usually something more to do with like um blood sugar levels and sure. stuff like that and it's usually somebody who has like a history of like fainting from uh, okay. I mean. okay usually it's not somebody like i've never passed out before in my life what was that mm -hmm. that's usually mm -hmm. like somebody who's like i pass out sometimes okay sometimes they don't tell you till after they pass out it's sure. like, it would have been nice to know that before we started this process <laughs> you know thanks i'm just in the middle of tattooing you suddenly start falling towards me sure. like shit sure yeah, it's a little scary, but like after like it's happened to you a few times, you're yeah, 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 a little more like all right, I've seen this before. How about tears? Just hold on to them. Um, sometimes, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable because uh, you know you're you're doing it to them and they're crying, but they also don't want you to stop. So you're right, just like, right, Sorry. right, right. You know what I mean? I tattoo my girlfriend sometimes, and it's real hard for me because I don't want to hurt her, but she's like, oh, okay, God damn it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little harder to tattoo people like you know especially if they're like going through it during the tattoo, because it's like, damn it, man. I don't want to hurt you. I like you, you know okay, what I mean? Okay. So what's the longest that you've tattooed somebody? In terms um, of, because it's a, it's, a, it's a fatiguing, definitely. high concentration process. Right. So yeah, what's the longest that you've done? Um, I think maybe like six or seven hours, wow. something like that, not too much. I mean, there's tattooers who have like fucking 12, 14 hour sessions. Right. In the day, and you're like, I could not do that, man. I would go crazy, I think, yeah. trying to do something like that. So why well, wouldn't they... Guys who do it. But why wouldn't they just break it up with... Uh, a lot of the time, out? a lot of the time when, when uh, somebody does something like that, it's because somebody's traveling to get tattooed. Uh, right, so if right, like, somebody right, just right, came right. from Europe to get tattooed from me, sure. they only have... Does that happen? Be here for a week. No, not, not specifically. <laughs> So like if somebody works, comes yeah. here from Taiwan or Antarctica, you know. Right. I, had oh, okay. I have tattooed people who were traveling from there, but they didn't specifically come to get tattooed. Okay. They were just here got it, and got, it. got tattooed while here. Yeah. But um, I, I assume a lot of military come through because Savannah's got definitely. a big military presence. Yeah, we get right? a lot of military out here for sure. Definitely. Is it ever a big cruise, like 10 guys? Oh, once in a while. We also oh. get a lot of, um, a lot of what will happen a lot is like one guy will from a from a squad or a platoon or whatever will come get tattooed yeah and then they'll tell everyone oh, else in right, there right, right, in their right. squad about it about the shop and then you get like that entire squad sure to get tattooed. sure which is good yeah for sure i love it yeah so one of the things i've come to sort of think about is that it's this idea that like is there such a thing as fate 
is there such a thing as like mm -hmm. destiny, predetermined, whatever that is. You're right. right. And not like Savannah is super Christian, like religious. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of Definitely. like it's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like almost the Bible Belt, but not not technically. You know what I mean? But it's like there are a lot of churches, and and I just For feel sure. that that people here are a lot more. It's the southern thing, you know, yeah, for sure. You'll see that in a lot of southern states, you know. Right. So, like, when I think about <clears throat> this idea of fate or whatever, it's just like mm -hmm. I feel like the world is so complex and, and, and life is so complex, mm -hmm. and you know. So, for example, like, how do we make sense of the fact that I'm here sitting with you, mm -hmm. and you're? You're doing this uh, this tattoo when, when it, actually in my mind originally the idea was I'd like to give a female tattoo artist a break. Right. But then I was like, well, I only have a limited time in Savannah, and this is what the universe wants. Is of course, or yeah. you know, wants like whatever. Like this, this is, is what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. So how do you how do you have? Is this something that even has ever occurred to you, or you're just like, nah, man, I just go with the flow? Like, what do you mean? Uh, Podcasts or no, no, like or? in terms of how things happen. Like, so for example, have, oh, you, ever okay. had, have you ever been in an accident? Um, have you ever had? I kind of, I don't know. I kind of think it's a little bit of both. You know, there's like, like sort of like a way things just go naturally, but I think we could kind of affect the outcome of it. Okay. So I'm here to to help, well, to, to dog sit, but also help my um, brother-in-law. So I was driving out to to um, uh, Tybee, right. and some radio station was like uh, just playing blues. It's like um, there's something about listening to the blues mm -hmm. in in Georgia, for sure. On the highway, there's a, it's like it's it got feels a certain, right. It, there's a weird <laughs> presence, you know. It's a weird intensity, yeah, for sure. A lot of it came from here, so yeah. Makes sense. So, how does music fit in your life? Like, um, I used to play. I used to like uh, do vocals for like metal bands and stuff like yeah. that when I was younger. So, like, I, and when I was younger, like in like middle and high school, mm -hmm. I wanted to like you know be in a touring band, and that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I would have. I, I had the, this idea of just like tra tra traveling around the country with a band, playing mm -hmm. music, screaming fans, and all that. And um, I don't know, man. I just kind of. Drop that idea. Well, you settled into something that exactly. I, I realized how much I love tattooing, and nice. I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. You know what I mean? But definitely, when I was younger, there was a period where I was like, I want to be a rock star. Mm. You know? Now, music is really just. I, I love going to see live music. Yeah. I love listening to music while I tattoo. If we weren't having an interview or whatever, we would have had music playing sure. behind yeah. us the whole time. Yep. You know? And what about like uh, Afro-Cuban music? Is that something that I don't I don't know if I have uh, like specific examples. I'm sure I've heard some of it, but um, I know like Celia Cruz and shit like mm -hmm. that. It's technically in that reign, yeah. that realm, you know. Sweet. Let me take this up. Make sure we're done. I think we might be there. Who knows what the future will bring? Mm -hmm. All right, man. Let's just put some water on there to clean it up. Get the soap off, and you can check it out. There's a mirror over there. You can give it a, sure. give it a closer look as well. Sure. But wait, let me check this out. Wait, what? War. Dude, you made a mistake. Did I? Supposedly shooting it ran. Oh man, I fucked it up. Shooting it raw? What the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> Just joking. Perfect. Uh, Jordan Mayon. Yep. Thank you, sir. Gracias. Thank you.
You're part of the legacy. Thank you so much. Shooting it raw? Yes. Shooting it raw.